Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates, the toughest injury firm in Philadelphia. Eagles fans, welcome back to another edition of Football 24-7. I'm your guy, Tone DeShields II. Appreciate you guys for always liking it on the content. And I'm here with our Eagles insider, John McMullen. First and foremost, smash that like button. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the Jacob Sports YouTube channel. All the support you guys provide really helps the content grow and really helps the YouTube channel grow. So um, we appreciate you guys so much. Again, make sure you guys smash that like button before you guys get too comfortable because the sports <laughs> talk is about to be underway. Now, your Philadelphia Eagles, 8-1 and one at the bye week. Now, I know some of us had maybe a 7-2 record, maybe uh, or yeah, maybe a 7-2 or 5-3 record, depending on how things dropped, you know, because the Super Bowl hangover is a real thing, right? Some teams can defy it, but so far the Philadelphia Eagles have tried to keep it at bay, but still... There are a lot of people who don't necessarily believe in the Philadelphia Eagles eight and one record, John. And, you know, to me, eight and one is eight and one. And it's hard to win in this NFL, especially when you're coming off of a letdown the way they did in that Super Bowl, losing by three points. Right. So I'm curious to know through this nine game stretch that we've experienced with the Philadelphia Eagles, what's been your overall thought process? Uh, how have you viewed this team? Um, how do you compare this team to the 2022 8 and 1 to the 2023 8 and 1? Um I, I I'm surprised a little bit about how seamless it's been. Um 8 and 1, I expected probably two, maybe even three losses by this point. So anytime you have as much turnover, um not even bringing in 
that human nature aspect of the Super Bowl hangovers you mentioned. Um, it's pretty impressive that they've been able to to persevere and, and win some games, even though okay, people aren't um, be happy with the style points. Um, I, I'm also impressed about how consistently good this team is. If you look at the 13 different categories that, that, that PFF looks at, basically they're all above average, which is rare for any team, <clears throat> even number one, which would be Miami. You know, they have a couple bad spots, San Francisco, bad spot, Baltimore. Uh, tackling has been an issue. Buffalo uh, tackling has been a, a really big issue for Buffalo. Dallas, it's it's pass blocking. <clears throat> Detroit, it's 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 they have some issues. Uh, Minnesota, it's it's pass rush, and the Eagles are are pretty consistent. The worst would be coverage, obviously, but still kind of above water. And and it's rare you see it. La even last year's team. You know, good, 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 good. Then you got the special teams was basically bottom five all year. Now they got a top 10 special teams unit. So I, I think the coaching staff gets gets a lot of credit. Uh, the, the new coordinator should get a lot of credit. Um, and uh, obviously Howie Roseman deserves a lot of credit for building this team and and not only the personnel they have, but also when there is an issue going out and getting someone, whether it's Bradley Roby late, you know, even if you go back to the summer with Zach Cunningham, obviously the Kevin Bayard trade, when you look at that sort of um, sense of urgency versus some of the other contenders, um, right. that, that part of it's good as well. You know, it was fascinating, right? You brought up the uh, the turnover, right? The coaching turnover, the roster turnover. And Howie has done a pretty decent job at trying to mitigate, uh, how do you say, um, he's, trying, he's he's played a lot of damage control. And I feel, I feel like he's did a, a pretty good job of mitigating a lot of the risks that this team probably face, uh, could face or maybe the threats that he possibly could face with the roster turnover and coaching turnover. Um, speak on that, right? Because I don't think that gets spoken about enough through this eight through this nine game stretch. Again, they're eight and one and they've gone through tremendous roster turnover on the defensive side. Um, they've battled injuries. They've gone through coaching turnover. Not only did the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator change, um, you have uh, a new um, defensive backs coach, right? You have a new linebackers coach. Um, not many guys stayed, uh, not many guys stuck around after that Super Bowl run because they got bigger opportunities. Um, speak on how difficult that is. Um, for a team to overcome that and still win in spite of all those changes. Yeah, I mean, the consistency is the most impressive part of this organization. Yeah, I always talk about that number. We're at uh, um, uh, 27 consecutive weeks, regular season weeks, where they've been the top team in the NFL or tied for the top team in the NFL record-wise. Um, and that doesn't happen very often in this particular era. Uh, New England, obviously, during the Brady days, has been able to be very consistent. Peyton Manning was able to be very consistent at times. Um, you know, Green Bay, with their history with Aaron Rodgers, very consistent um, from a regular season standpoint. It's not easy. It's not easy to win in this league, and you see it, you know. Kansas City has 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 lost uh, uh, two times. Uh, San Francisco's lost three times. These are all the perceived powerhouses coming into the season. Buffalo has lost four times. Uh, Cincinnati obviously struggled mightily uh, during the start of the season, seemed to be getting back on track. They've lost three times. Uh, Miami, everybody was enamored with Miami. They've lost three times. The Cowboys have lost three times. It's not it's not easy to win in this league. It it really isn't because you don't have those. Always talk about college football. Bottom line is, if you're a a big time college football um, team and insert name whatever you want, Georgia, Alabama, uh, when it goes to some Big Ten teams with Penn State and Michigan, you basically have maybe three games a year where you're tested 
And it, it depends on what you do in those three games as to how you're going to finish. Everything else is kind of a glorified scrimmage. Um, it ain't that way in the NFL. Uh, there are some bad teams, obviously. <clears throat> but if you if you don't bring your A game, especially early in the season. Now, as things get later, you do have that sort of teams giving up mindset. And that's real. And, you know, you'll have other teams that don't want to win because they want to manipulate draft spacing and all that kind of thing. But especially in the first half of the season, it doesn't matter if it's the New York Giants have won twice and they're the worst team in football. Arizona, everybody laughed at that team. They've won a game. Everybody's won a game. Carolina's won a game. Denver's won three games. They they look like an abject disaster. Anybody can win in this league if you don't bring your A game. And and you already saw it. The Eagles, maybe their easiest game on their schedule turned out to be in the first half the New York Jets, not because the Jets don't have a good roster, but because they lost Aaron Rodgers and they were playing Zach Wilson. That's a gimme from an NFL perspective. And it's the game they lost, Tom. Right. That that That's a gimme. And they lost it. And that proves it right there. Yeah, you know, I I, I, I was talking to uh I was talking to Rob Ellis uh yesterday, and we went over, you know, the the roster turnover specifically, the guys they've lost and the guys they brought in to attempt to replace those guys, right? You lose Miles Sanders, you bring in DeAndre Swift. You lose Isaac Siamalu, you uh elevate Jurgens and Drab Tyler Steen. Um, you lose TJ Edwards. You bring in Morrow. You try to elevate Dean. He can't stay healthy, but Morrow steps in this print and plays solid. Uh, you lose Kaiser White. You bring in Zach Cunningham. You lose CJ GJ. You uh, you trade for Kevin Byard, um, and you elevate Reed Blankenship. Uh, you lose uh, Epps again. Reed Blankenship. Uh, you lose Javon Hargreaves. You, uh, you draft Jalen Carter. If you really look at this and try to be as objective as possible, you can make an argument. Harry Roseman got better in certain areas and has and is getting a bit more value based off of what those guys are getting paid now. Um, the, the perfect example is you draft Jalen Carter and he's already a better player than Javon Hargrave, who hasn't really had who hasn't had a sack in the past several weeks. And they're paying him north of 20 million dollars right now. The, the 49ers had to go and get two more pass rushers and Randy uh, and uh, Gregory and uh, Chase Young, you know, to try to generate more passers on, on the defensive line. We know Javon Hargrave isn't a really good pass, uh, isn't a really good uh, run block, a uh, run defender. Javon, uh, Jalen Carter can do both of, those, both of those things at an extremely high level at a, at, at a rookie salary. So just speak on Harry Roseman's ability to manipulate those type of situations and how he's, and how he's replenished and reloaded this roster with some, um, some players that are either, on the same level as the guys he brought in previously and speak on just how he's trying to get value in his decision-making. Yeah. I mean, how he's, uh, you know, and I've been on this train for a long time as one of the best general managers in, in, in football. And that's obvious, you know, but I do feel the need when, when people go over the top, like you just went to, and I do need to temper a little bit, you know, Javon Hargrave is a very good player. And the, the rest of the NFL gifted Howie Roseman, Jalen Carter, uh, who's a tremendous player. But remember, you know, Jalen Carter is in a perfect situation, not only from – and I, I'm the biggest Jalen Carter guy there is. I've been saying this is ridiculous since day one that the league, this was the best player in the draft, all of that. But, you know, not only does he have the ecosystem here with his friends and Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, um, Kaylee Ringo, uh, Nicobe as well, Nolan Smith, if I mentioned, whoever I forgot to mention, I uh, if I didn't mention, that's part of it. Um, they also have the deepest line in football. So he doesn't play a ton, you know, if you want to look at reps. Um, right. I think he's getting about 49% of the defensive reps right now. Yeah, Javon plays a lot more because he's got to play a lot more, so that right. factors into it. But you're right. I mean, yeah, a, a, and I said it when San Francisco, Javon Hargrave is a very good player. He's not a $20 million a year player, so those are the difficult decisions you have to make. Um, 
But San Francisco is very happy with Javon Hargrave. I'm sure. I'm he's sure. Not, he's not the issue. And they're not right. going to get edge rushers because of Javon Hargrave. Right. They're going to get edge rushers because of the reason the Eagles want a fourth edge rusher. Right. They want to count. They want, excuse me, I have a bit of a cold. So, um, they want to come at you in waves. And, you know, it, it's it's Nick Bosa and then um, a bunch of other guys that are trying to get up to speed uh, to, to provide that, that constant uh, pass rush pressure from the edge. Um, and, you know, sometimes they have it, sometimes they don't. Uh, the Eagles mm-hmm. have been looking for it for two years. The Eagles have Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, and they still want a fourth, and they can't find the fourth. They drafted Nolan Smith. Hopefully he can get up to speed. They keep giving Derek Barnett chances. Um, they want the fourth guy too. Everybody wants that. And um, the 49ers are no different. And similar to what I said about Howie Roseman, I give I give uh, uh, John Lynch credit for going out and getting guys uh, yeah. like that to try to improve because he thinks the window's open there. Um, I I think the 49ers' biggest issue remains the quarterback, and I continue to say that. And, and I hope Jody Mack isn't listening, but uh, yeah, I don't believe in the quarterback, so that's their biggest issue. Yeah, you know. I, I I guess I guess for me I just think it's remarkable and you know you 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 give High Roseman High Roseman a lot of credit um, I tend to do the same I just I just think it's remarkable how he's had these significant losses and look T.J. Edwards is having a great season in, in Chicago despite them being a very terrible team all the way around um, PFF I think has him um, with an overall grade of I think eighty or eighty two or something I can't exactly yeah he's was, a, he's a very good player that he's a he's kinda, a very good player if there's something that 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 uh, I, I wouldn't say bothers me, but I guess bothers is the right word about Eagles fan base is that they dismiss players as soon as they leave. I don't uh, like he that. He wasn't that good. He wasn't I don't that like good. that. I think that, I think that's one yeah. of the most um, asinine ways of thinking for any fan base, right? You knew, we all know damn well, TJ Edwards was the best linebacker the Eagles had in a while. And he was productive. Uh, he did the job perfectly uh, for the most part. And he he was the quarterback back there. I felt like the Eagles dropped the ball. They could have had that man for six, seven, six or seven million. And it's still not even a high price tag for that position. Um, it's, <clears> I, yeah, I, I, I mean, think- that that's more the valuation of the position. I thought the Eagles would take a, a little bit more pride in the fact that they developed him. But you point that's out that's what I thought. You point out that grade. I mean, he's 16th right now in the NFL behind the worst defensive uh, line in football last year was in the behind the best or certainly one of the top three. Uh, and he was, I believe, number six. And, you, you you know, when you can play at that level, you look at Nick Morrow. Now, Nick Morrow, happy, we can see, um, and, who's played very well and deserves to be the starting Mike linebacker. And that's kind of a silver lining um, mm-hmm. for the Eagles because they've been trying to – Get Nicobe Dean up to speed, understandably so, because that's their future. They believe that's their future. Um, but Nick has outplayed him and and deserves to be on the field. Now he's eighth this season, eighth of eighty-one behind the Eagles front last year, and he played every every game. Uh, was a starter for every game in Chicago. He was sixty-four of eighty-one. That's the difference between playing behind the worst defensive front and playing behind the best defensive front. Now they're a little bit better and they're going to get better because they got Montez Sweat who showed up a little bit already, but you know, they just got Montez Sweat. They were terrible again this year and TJ still good. Still good. Still good. Imagine Imagine if he was behind this front, the Philadelphia yeah. have, but Jalen Carter and those guys, imagine that. Um, yeah. So, so, so yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're at the mid season mark. And uh, again, Eagles are eight and one. I'm curious, do you think the Philadelphia Eagles, based off everything they've experienced from week one to week nine, um, and even last season, right? Do you think the Eagles are more or less prepared for a playoff run? And I know a lot, I know a lot of people say, well, they're shaky eight and one, they won ugly, all this kind of stuff, and they haven't really blown any teams out or whatever compared to last season. You know, last year during the first half of the stretch, 
they were, you know, kind of, you know, having their way with teams. But the schedule's gotten more difficult this year. They're going up against um, a, a higher tier of um, coaches, if you ask me. Um, are the Eagles more or less prepared for a playoff run now um, than they were last year, just based off of the circumstances that they've had to overcome and that they're experiencing through the first nine weeks? Let me see the injury report entering the playoffs. That, that's where – are, are they – they're, they're prepared. I mean, they have so much better in leadership. Um, they've gone through it. Um, they have a quarterback who's, you know, doesn't get uh, overly um, – doesn't get overwhelmed by the moment. Let's put it that way. As certain quarterbacks in Dallas can occasionally be, but uh, uh, so I mean, they have all their ducks in a row. And uh, you know, the fact that this, you know, they have so much playoff experience with the Kelseys, the the Fletcher Coxes, the Brandon Grams, uh, Lane Johnson, etc. Um, yeah, they're they're prepared. Um, but everything in this league is dependent on on health. Um, that that's true. That's true. And you're right. They from from a roster perspective and experience perspective, they are prepared. I definitely will agree with you on that regard. But you know, we tend to talk about the human element of this game that kind of gets lost. You know, you know when we're kind of in the thick of a season. You know, I, I, I'm more so focused on that human element, right? You know, this team over these first nine weeks. They've had situations where they were down at the half. They've had to come back. They, you know, they face uh, a tremendous amount of adversity. You know, um, you know, we talked about the injuries that they've had to overcome. You know, you know, there's a mental part of this game, uh, an emotional part of this game that I feel that that I personally feel gets overlooked at times. Um, when you're constantly blowing teams out, that's not a true indication of what life's going to be like in the playoffs, if you ask me. But when you're in these battles week after weekend. You know, you're forced to always be on high alert each and every week, um, you know, because teams are giving you their A game. They're giving you their best because they know, uh, you know, you're at the top of the mountain with the Kansas City Chiefs and every team is trying to mirror what you're doing. Every team is using you as a measuring stick. Those are a lot of things to kind of battle against, <laughs> along with the things we mentioned earlier, roster turnover. So speak on the human element, the mental and emotional element of it all that these guys could potentially be more prepared. Yeah, I got I, I get that a lot. I heard Jody ask me that question this week. I want to see him come back in the fourth quarter. Why the hell do you want to see him come back in the fourth quarter? That's the last place you want to be. Every team in this league wants to play from a lead. The the Eagles' biggest deficit uh this year was 14-3 Washington early in the game at Washington. Um and I, you know, I said, I probably told you, I, you know, in the press box, I said, oh, you know, maybe this isn't the Eagles day. You know, I just talked about how everybody loses um, and, and maybe, you know, Washington has their number. And then Jalen Hurts takes on one of those drives and it's 14 to 10. I quickly surmise, oh yeah, Washington's not going to be able to hold up against this. And they played a little bit better than I expected, to be honest, but ultimately they couldn't hold up. Um, yeah, I, I don't need this team to prove anything as far as getting behind in the fourth quarter. Um, mm. you know, they, they, they've proven they can do it every which way. Um, I don't know how much more they can prove to people when it comes to style points. They don't matter to put it bluntly. Um, was it ugly down the stretch against Dallas? Yes. Um, you know, I'm, right about the slot situation in the first half, it's it's kind of amazing. I mean, the butterfly effect of, of how many different ways they've had to go. Um, after the bye, Bradley Roby should be back. Um, Kevin Byard should get better and better. Um, as I said, coverage is the worst aspect of this team so far this season, and it's still above average. Um you want to see him come back from two, two, two scores in the fourth quarter? What sense does that make? Why do you want to see that? Me why, personally, why, why my blood want, pressure couldn't handle it. My blood pressure couldn't handle it. So I don't know if I if I want it, to see it. it but think it, about it, that from a coaching <laughs> perspective, because Nick got asked that question as well at some point a number of weeks ago, and go, no, he's like, why, why would you encourage that? That's the last thing you want to do. Now, the question is, if you get behind, 
can you come back? And I think the answer, they already proved in the Super Bowl. I mean, everybody was, woe was me, woe was me. Um, you know, when I was watching the Kelly. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Kelsey documentary on Amazon, it jumps back into you. What, 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 you know, they're down. Um, and, and, and Jalen Hurts, that drive, it was the big pass to Devontae Smith. They're down eight. Um, bang, it was just bang, bang. That's how quickly they came back. And they needed the two-point conversion. They got the two-point conversion. Yeah. Um, but guess what? You didn't want to be in that position. Oh, they proved they could come back. But, you know, then you're in a situation where Kansas City gets the football in a shootout and and one play. And I have Jason Kelsey mic'd up, and everybody's probably seen it even before the documentary. And Bradbury gets called for the holding, which was holding, but, you know, big stage. Should you call it? Shouldn't you call it? And Kelsey's just shaking his head. That's it. Game over. That quick. You know, you, 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 you put it in – one thing goes wrong, game's over. Um, so why would you want to be in that situation? I understand. I, so so you brought up a good point, right? That margin of error, right? When you're behind, the margin of error becomes slimmer. Because of the way things are going for the Philadelphia Eagles this season, it seems like they have a tremendously less margin of error this season, this season compared to how things were going last year. Is that is, is that fair to surmise? I don't, I don't know if it is fair to surmise. In, I, I think people forget the bad games they had last season. Um, the Colts was a rough one. The Colts uh, was uh, the Colts. They should have lost the that game. game. Yes, you're right. They, sure. they, they, you know, Jalen Hurts put them, put them on his back in the fourth quarter. They were terrible in that game, and I remember uh, being there and. You know, sitting there um, and saying, "Oof, this team," and and that was the first game they were out. Dallas Goddard, and they really struggled offensively. And you started to say, well, "Do they miss Dallas that much?" Um, so I I think performances like that get lost in the sauce, so to speak. 
the Jackson boat game. Now it was in a, a, it, a torrential were, downpour. That they was were down fourteen zero in the first quarter. They had the better backup kicker in Arizona. That's the only reason they won that game. Uh, that was the Cameron Dicker game versus the Matt Amendola game, and their backup kicker sucked. And the Eagles' backup kicker Did was it. good. Um, <laughs> And he's still been good, by the way. Cameron Dicker's been right. Is he the kicker amazing. for the Chargers or something like that? Um, yeah, Chargers done a tremendous job. I think he's missed two field goals since he got there, two or three. Um, he's been tremendous. Uh, and and Arizona really outplayed him in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, then they got on a little bit of a roll, but they were terrible in Houston. I think people forget yeah. before they kind of persevered against a very bad football team. I don't think anybody was paying attention because the Eagles were playing the Astros in the World Series I, at the time. I, I um, remember that game. That was that was a, a interesting game um, because they they couldn't they couldn't stop the run at all in that game. Um, yeah. Um, um, uh, who's Texans back? Uh, um, really Damian close. Pierce, right? Yes, very good player. Very good young guy. Uh, they struggled with him. And then, you know, they had um, – they shoot out win over Green Bay. Um, they destroyed Tennessee. But remember, Tennessee had so many injuries. We talk about injuries. They had so many injuries coming into that game. Um, the Giants, the Eagles have their number. They, The Eagles played terribly in Chicago. Um, and that's the game Jalen Hurts got hurt in. But – the Bears were one of the worst teams in football, so they persevered. Then then came the Gardner Minshew games where they lost. And then they played terrible in, in, in week 18 against the Giants backups, which is one of the worst things that happened to the Giants because they thought they were closer than to the Eagles than they really were. Uh, Jalen Hurts was forced to play in that game, wasn't 100%. There were a lot of non-style point games that people forget about. That going back to your original point, though, the fact that any team can get touched at any given Sunday. Like, you can't just go in yeah. each, into these matchups thinking that, you know, all these games are a gimme, so to speak, right? It, 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 every No matter how good you are, you're like the Chiefs lost to the Colts last year, right? So, I mean, no one remembers that. Obviously, you win the Super Bowl, who cares? So, yeah. you, know, you know, we brought up Jalen Hurts, right, and his ability to just kind of put this team on his back, right? Um, obviously, his 2022 campaign went the way it did. He was an MVP candidate, um, was a second-team All-Pro, um, had a essentially what you, I guess what many would call a breakout season. Uh, this year, things started a little bit rocky, um, struggled struggled protecting the ball a little bit. But what we're seeing here over the past few weeks, we're seeing him continuing. And you can make an argument even throughout the entire season. What we're seeing, to me, we're seeing this offense, in my opinion, going through some sort of evolution um they're passing the ball more um he's on poor uh he's on pace for i believe 100 100 100 to 150 more pass attempts this year he's on pace for more touchdowns he's on pace for more interceptions but that's the name of the game where you're throwing the ball more um he's on pace for more yards you sort of speak so what's been your um personal thoughts about jalen hurts and his development um not just from last season but also over you know over this past nine game stretch because to me I'm looking at Jalen Hurts. He's becoming damn near uh, a true pocket quarterback. You know, these past few games, he hasn't really been relying on his legs to get things done. So what's been your thoughts on his overall development? No, um, his development as a passer has been astonishing. Mm. Um, you know, and and as you mentioned, the past three games, basically since the Rams game when he hurt his knee, um, uh, but the last three games specifically, and uh, our buddy Paul Domowicz put the numbers up, 125.5 passer rating over the last three games, completing 75% of his passes, uh, eight, 8.7 yards per attempt, which would be near the top of the league, and eight touchdowns versus one interception. Um, and that's without the threat of the running game. Um, you know, he's right back in the conversation for MVP. And, you know, if you ask me, I would vote for Lamar Jackson number one right now. Um, I think that's fair though, and and he would be number two, um, right where he was last year. Um, I would vote for him again ahead of Patrick Mahomes. Um, yes, and 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 look, I'm the first one to tell you wins and losses aren't a quarterback stat. It drives me crazy when. 
people boil it down to quarterback versus quarterback and because there's a hundred different ways you can win uh, a football game. Like, you know, and the Eagles have won eight of nine. And the biggest mismatch, again, at that position was the game they lost. So if that doesn't explain to you why you shouldn't put everything on the shoulder of the quarterback in any particular city, nothing will. The, the Eagles have lost one game, and it was to Zach Wilson. Yeah. Um, but he's won 25 of 27 starts. When it gets to that level, and and the people that have done that in the modern era, Brady, Manning, Montana, I forget the fourth. He's the fifth. Might be Jim McMahon with those great Bears teams. Think about those names. That I'm with you, John. Consistency from week to week. But is why what- is there still so much illegitimacy surrounding this guy's growth and development and how he's performing? I, I don't know where that. I'm, comes I'm, from. I'm with you, John. Like I, I'm totally with you. But there still seems to be this this uh, this narrative surrounding Jalen Hurts and um, you know his growth, his development, and where he is. Uh, like, let's be honest, right? People are. Quick I don't, to say, I don't well, know let's... where. It, I, I, there's a lot of people who say, you know. Our social media, I say it all the time, our social media people do a great job. Sometimes they put up quotes. They put up a quote of mine that I wrote about Jalen Hurts back in 2021 where I said he would never be a a top-tier quarterback in this league. That was my opinion at that particular time. I was wrong. (laughs) You know, too many people can't admit this, this is what we do. We talk about this team every day. Guess what? I get shit wrong all the time. I get, luckily, I get more stuff right um, than I get wrong. But everybody gets stuff wrong. But there's a lot of people when they get something wrong, they don't want to shift gears and say, because they didn't see it coming. I don't care. One of the things, um, and Lewis Riddick pointed this out, I mentioned it on Birds 365, and because I've been saying it for years, and I'm glad. Lewis put it out there, you know, too many people think you draft a good player or you don't draft a good player. And that's it. It's and not it that stops simple ever. on draft night. And they say, oh, he was always this good. The people that claim they always knew Jalen. No, he wasn't. He worked his ass off. He's the one who went out to work with, with Adam Daydu and, and Tom House. He's the one who works all, all – he's the one who gets in there and studies film and tells, hey, Nick Sirianni, get out of here. Let's go watch film. He's the one who does all that. So Lewis said, one, research and evaluation. Two, valuation selection when he's talking about draft picks. Three, development utilization. You got to develop these players and you got to utilize them correctly. I think it's almost disrespectful to just assume that when these guys come in, they're just that guy. They are who they are. No, they have so to. So many oppor- people. So many people. And preparation have to opportunity and preparation have to coincide. And yep. it's it, it's almost disrespectful to me to just think that oh, when Jalen Hurts got here, he 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 always was that guy. You know, we just had to realize it. No, he 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 put that damn work in. And to undermine a guy's level of work ethic just because we're just because we want to win an argument with our friends is. Is, is is asinine to me, right? You know, oh, it's I, ridiculous. I, you said something. You said something about how you uh, you had a post in 2021 and they held you to the fire, right? And I had this too. Oh, it, uh, it pops up to this day. They pop I, it up and they act like, and 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 I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I mean, you care. I don't care. Hear this, right? I had this tweet that you uh that you know that you really uh, you know, you found some you found some you found some joy in, right? You had a laugh out of. I wrote, and this was on uh, October 30th. I said, some of y'all host sports pundits to their word, like politicians. Relax. It's entertainment yeah. at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's so strange how you can have and you can make an observation. Well, based they, off the they hold, you uh, sadly, some people hold us to higher than politicians. You know, actually, that was the, that was the point of my thing. Right. Yeah. You hold you hold us to more. Yeah. You're so higher standard than you know than your own politicians, right? Yeah. You, you you're you're more you're more you're more likely to allow your local politician to get one over you than a sports writer or a, or a guy in broadcasting. And it's, it's, it's yeah. fascinating to me. 
Um, it it's you know, it's it's a constantly evolving thing when it comes to player development, and and Jalen Hurts deserves um, all the credit in the world, and so do his coaches and um, the people that have helped him along the way. And, you know, the Eagles organization putting him in the right spot, building the right way around him, all these things. I always bring up Andy Reid in 1999 and, and all the quarterbacks taken in that draft and Andy got the one he wanted. But I often wonder if Achilles Smith ended up in Philadelphia or um, uh, Tim Couch ended up in Philadelphia. You know, and Donovan had to go to one of their crappy situations. How would it have worked out? You know, Andy probably wouldn't have gotten the guy that he wanted, but he would have made insert name into a pretty good quarterback. And those other situations, Donovan probably would have been up against it. There's a lot of situations if Jalen Hurts got drafted, he wouldn't be the player he is today. Because of opportunity. He he might have done the same things. He might have been proved to the point that he was working with 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 different uh, quarter uh, quarterback coaches, mechanic coaches in the off season. He might have done all the same stuff he's doing here, but he still didn't have the organization behind him who also built the right way, who also was willing to build the offense around his skill set. Um. One of the things I, I I I tell people all the time, and I tell Seth all the time, run first, pass first, run first, pass first. Eagles are neither. I say it all the time. They're not a run first team. They're not a pass first team. They're a Jalen Hurts first team. Now think about how many organizations would do the same thing. They try to pound the square peg in the round hole. They try to turn them into a maybe a, a pocket passer too soon, or maybe they embrace his his running ability and he got injured in a more ser- serious fashion 150 things could have happened but all these things factor into it so for all the and i'm going to use the word uh, i'll go howard on them for all all the morons all the dopes <laughs> that that think oh i knew on draft day uh that jalen hurts was going to be a great quarterback Hey, if you believe it, Godspeed. There's a lot of work to what that went into it between that day and this day that we're talking about right now. It's just that simple, John. Um, before we get out of here, uh, you know, again, we spoke about uh, the MVP race briefly. You had Lamar Jackson as your uh, as the as your guy in pole position right now, with uh, Jalen Hurts um, inching behind him. Um, I'm curious, right, with this five game stretch coming up, man, and everyone's been. You know, uh, talking about it and deeming it, uh, deeming it Murderer's Row, the gauntlet. Uh, can the Eagles survive? This is the ultimate test for Jalen Hurts and Philadelphia Eagles. Um, they've never. They this is the toughest stretch. Well, they already got in one. The NFL. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Uh, this is the toughest stretch uh, in football right now. They have the hard. They had the number one hardest schedule in the NFL. Yada yada yada. So people have elevated this schedule to that level, right? People have done that. So my question to you is this. If Jill and they're eight, with the eight and one record they have currently, and with Jalen Hurts trending up, if the Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts find a way to go, let's say four and one over this stretch, finding a way to beat any one of those teams and they drop one, whatever. If they find a way to go four and one over that stretch, should Jalen Hurts be considered the leader in the MVP voting? Should he? Should, is he almost guaranteed the MVP? No, it depends what Lamar does. I mean, it, it, and Patrick as well. I mean, let's for take but, but, but they say, but again, they say no one's pat a five game stretch this hard. He's going to well, be. He's going, I, he's going I to get against Mahomes. I, I don't know who says that, but I, but why is it a six game stretch? I mean, everybody forgets Dallas already. I can't play into that well well, 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 well well Dallas isn't well you're right the six game stretch because you're counting the very first yeah. Dallas matchup yeah that's I, I, I can't play into the hyperbole that much because again you know if you go back the the most difficult part of this stretch to me is three of the games on the road because Kansas City's 
Forget about being a good team. That's an extremely tough place to play, Arrowhead. At Seattle's extremely tough place to play. Uh, the 12th man in Seattle. At Dallas, the Eagles. It's kind of been a house of horrors for them down there recent years. Um, those are three really, really difficult road games. Now, they already beat Dallas at home, the other three. Buffalo doesn't look nearly as good as they were supposed to be. San Francisco doesn't look as good as they're supposed to be. So all this stuff is always moving. You know, it's if, fluid. Um, it's always fluid. Um, if, if, you know, Dak gets hurt, all of a sudden Dallas isn't as difficult. Seattle, I, you know. Is Seattle really – Seattle's a good team. Are they really a great team? Come They've on. come back down to earth, if you ask me. I, they're not They're not a great team, let's be honest. So all of this and, – and, and Buffalo, on the other hand, you know, they don't look good. They've lost poor, stinking games, Buffalo. But I will tell you, if Josh Allen's got his A game on a particular game day, you're probably in trouble, you know, because that dude's unbelievable. He, he also might turn it over four times. So – Tell me which Josh Allen is going to show up. Uh, but yeah, I, I it's a, it's a difficult stretch. I don't think it's the most difficult stretch in in world history. Um, I I as far as the MVP race, Jalen Hurts is going to be in it. A lot of it depends on what the other players do. Patrick Mahomes has sort of a a default setting. Most people think he's the best player in football. They're probably right. Um, I think Lamar has been the best player this year. If that continues, then he should be the MVP. But either way, I mean, Jalen's in the conversation. And if you're in the conversation, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think the odds um, have Lamar ahead and then Jalen Hurts is second. Uh, and I believe Mahomes is third in the in the odds um, in Vegas. Um, but final question, John. Are the Eagles on their bye week, right? What – in your in your opinion, what are the top three things that need to be a priority for the Philadelphia Eagles over the next uh you know over over over, the, over this entire bye uh week over over this entire time off? What are the top three things that they need to focus on or improve on, or that or they need to make sure is in order before they face the Kansas City Chiefs? You know, it's funny. I I did the self scout for uh, Sports Illustrated. My number one was uh. uh uh, obviously obvious they, they got to settle down the coverage issues on the back end. I think largely that's dependent. Bradley Roby's already tweeted. He's going to be back. I think that'll calm things down. Kevin Byard. I think, you know, they got to make a decision and I think they've made that decision. So it's going to be Slay, Bradbury, Roby, Byard, Blankenship. As long as they ha- stay healthy, I don't think it's going to be great, but it's going to get better. That's number one. Number two is is run the ball traditionally a little bit better. And by that, I mean that they don't run the ball well when the threat of Jalen Hurts isn't in the equation for the opposing defense. With, with the knee issue, teams are not threatened. And you see all of a sudden, since that Los Angeles game uh, where Jalen got hurt, DeAndre Swift's averaging 3.1 yards per carry. So that pretty Mm. much sums up the impact Jalen Hurts has on the rushing game. That's got to be a little bit better. It doesn't have to be outrageous, but you got to be up near four at least. They need to get better at that. And then the third kind of took care of itself. I said, this team's a Super Bowl contender. They need to play the best players. Their best two linebackers are Nicholas Morrow, Zach Cunningham. I don't think they were going to make the move, but Nicobe Dean's going to be out for a while. And the silver lining to that is Nick, Nick Morrow's played better. You have to be honest. Hopefully how we can be honest about that, because uh, if, if well, he doesn't have a choice <laughs> now, that's what I'm saying. I mean, right. Right. But how much don't get time me wrong? Never... If, 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 if Nicobe Dean didn't get hurt, he'd be starting in Kansas city. They wouldn't have made that decision, but now they have to make that decision. And I think it's going to work out for them. There you guys have it. You guys have been locked in on Football 24-7 with John McMullen, man. We appreciate you guys for always locking in on the content. Smash that like button. Make sure you guys remain engaged in the live streams and all the different shows that we have going on. Look, it's a bye week. You, you guys have off. You guys don't have to stress tomorrow. You guys don't have to sweat. 
You guys don't have to, you know, worry about trying to get your um, your, your pregame and halftime show uh, dinner spread out. You guys can just relax, take it easy, kick your feet up, and really enjoy some football. Because I know for me personally, whenever I watch the Philadelphia Eagles, my blood's boiling. I get too excited. My wife hates being around me. All those things come into effect, uh, come into play. So, um, look, I'm grateful for the bye week. I needed it just as much as these Philadelphia Eagles, man. I need some TLC. So, Don, I appreciate you for always um, making yourself available to me, especially on the weekends, man, where I know you can be doing a lot of a lot of other things. You can you could have been anywhere in the world, but you decided to be here with me. And I appreciate you, my man. Not anywhere, but I could have been <laughs> a lot of places, but not anywhere. Oh, and I know you guys smashed that like button. You guys were locked in on football 24-7 with John McMullen. I'm your host, Tone DeShields II, and we'll see you next time. When it comes to the fight against insurance companies, large corporations, and the healthcare industry, injured victims are always the underdog. But that doesn't worry us. At Messon Associates, we're an injury law firm from Philadelphia, and we come to fight. Our clients know that they've got representation with a chip on its shoulder, and it's the same chip that makes Philly the toughest city in the country. Call 215-568-3500 or visit us online at messalaw.com. Messon Associates. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.